stupid spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Hello, everybody. Welcome to Spoiler Up 63, Death Note. A lot to talk about for this film, but before uh, we get started, I want to mention our Patreon sponsor, How because the, we're adding more value to the tier. Yes. You're going to get mentioned on the uh, the spoiler apps now, too. This is Frightfully Uninformed, a podcast that watches mostly classic horror movies to figure out horror movie fandom. Frightfullyuninformed.com, and we appreciate you guys' um, patronage. <laughs> yeah, you're supporting the show. Yeah. And at the $50 level, you get mentioned now, not right. just in the weekly regular episode, but in the spoiler app. So we're giving you yep. more bang for your buck. The price is not increasing. No. You're just getting more coverage. Yeah, that's amazing. Come on, you I don't sons know. of bitches. I don't know what more we can do. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you want. <laughs> but uh, we have our uh, special guest for the Death Note spoiler, and uh, you may recognize him from the last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Sean Merrick from Podcast One, and uh, he has two podcasts now, not just um, Worst Collection Ever. And what's the name of the other one? I can talk kayfabe i can talk kayfabe yeah he's a wrestling nerd mm. oh i'm a big wrestling nerd i can talk yeah. kayfabe for hours he so. also is featured in earbuds the podcasting documentary he is uh out september 12th on all digital platforms all digital platforms so listen watch sean um see his cat yep. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing i'm most proud of <laughs> I don't know why. It's just one of those things. It's like, yeah, I know I beat a life threatening disease, but my cat. Well, your cat's agent was a pain in the ass. He, he, yes. he he's, a, he's a demanding guy. But mm. uh, we welcome him and all of his feline friends and family for his <laughs> <laughs> show. Meow, meow, meow. Um, all right, Death Note. Let's talk about it. Let's start, start with the ending. With, let's start with the ending. I don't even remember the ending. Well, the ending. Was, <laughs> <laughs> so the ending was a, was this kid writing. Well, real, real quick, I'm sorry. For those of you who have never listened to a spoiler app before, we are going to talk about, obviously, the ending and mm-hmm. key points of the film. So if you've not seen Death Note and don't want it spoiled for you, please stop listening and watch it. It is available exclusively on Netflix. We're going to talk about everything in this movie, Death Note, starting yes. with the ending, ready to go. Hit it. Yeah. Now, the ending was uh, one of those things where you were like, oh, what happened? And then they they showed us. Like, remember the Sixth Sense? Like, when they show, like, yeah. here's a flashback. Here's how everything was set up so that ending could happen. Oh. And uh, it was... It was like it was, Ocean's Eleven, for crying out loud. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay. So yeah, now... Rob Reiner repelling... Or uh, so, Carl Reiner repelling down the elevator shaft. Up till the end, we're still making up rules and nonsense for this movie. And then what mm-hmm. happened? So it basically sounded like... The way they ended it, I felt like, oh, they're setting, this is like an episodic, like it was the pilot of an episodic series with mm. Netflix, like, oh, Ryuk's going to come back, and and Elle's going to keep fighting the good fight, and the kid still has the book, and yep. he killed his girlfriend, it was crazy. And- but even the, uh, even like the, the death god wants him to give the book to someone else. I'm like, but wait, he's using it to kill a lot of people, isn't, doesn't that make you happy, death god? Right. Like, what what's going to go, uh... Next, but then, you know, one of the things that I found interesting that also didn't get explored is like, well, what happens to a keeper after he gives the book away? Like, uh, does the death god then make that old keeper the first one that gets written in the note? Like, like that was like mentioned as a threat. I'm like, well, does has that happened or is that what's going on? Is that why he doesn't want to give up the book? Because he knows his name might be in it next. And then uh, my favorite dumb rule was that, well, you get to burn one page and then that person doesn't get killed. Yeah, and that was sort of the convoluted Ocean's Eleven ending, yeah. um, where it's like he writes these things. I'm writing where my the the, the Ferris wheel's going to break, my girlfriend's going to 
pull the one page out, the s- burning my page so I don't die. Yeah. I get revised at midnight. He, I drop into the water. Yeah. He basically writes like a big serial killer fanfic kind of thing. Yeah. He's like, this serial killer will do this. That was this- a lot to write in that book. I mean, there had to be a lot of pages in yeah. that. I mean, that was like, he literally wrote an entire movie at the end of, into the Death Note. Now, I want to read this uh um, last piece of trivia that we didn't get to in the regular show. Right. Adam Wingard read the Death Note manga comic to find a way to translate the story to an American environment. Quote, Death Note is such a Japanese thing. It became about what do these themes mean to modern-day America? How does that affect how we tell the story? What are the things that people chalk up to conspiracy theories? What kind of weird underground programs does the government have? How do these work in the world of Death Note? All great questions. None of them get answered. Oh boy! <laughs> like, let's talk about the L character. So they just inter- they just randomly throw out he was raised in some crime fighting orphanage or right. something like yeah. that. What the fuck was that? <laughs> that? That was something where I was like, okay, so he's like they're making a bunch of Sherlock Holmeses. Yeah, like, he's okay. locked in a room that has. Uh, oh god, this is so dumb. So he's locked in this room that has white and black stripes. That's why he always has to have that in his crazy rooms. Yeah, and just eats candy. <laughs> I fucking was. It's like some Batman kind of thing going on. And, right. they, and they, he had an Alfred. Right. He, had, he had an Alfred. Uh, <laughs> now, I like the guy that played his Alfred real quick because I want to talk about, because that actor... Um, oh, was it Katari or something his name was? Uh, his, his, the character's name was Watari. Watari. He was, was played by Paul uh, Nakauchi. In Death Note, he's, his head is shaved. He looks a lot older. He looks more like an Alfred. If you go to Paul Nakauchi's IMDb page, he's a young guy with a nice full head of hair. Right. He looks like he's about 33. But in this thing, he looks like he's in his late 50s or 60s. Yeah. So that was that was cool. The idea of the Watari character was cool. The idea that he grew up in like... So when are we going to find out about L's backstory and, and being raised... You know, in this, uh, he's like, a, and it was so weird the way he was presented too. He's like, he he's a some superhero kind of ni- superhero ninja detective who perches on chairs, who doesn't like sitting on. And them. a Seattle cop is like, oh, I've heard about him. Yeah, I'm like, what? What? Why? Yeah, why, about why, why are the cops listening to this dude just because the FBI is like, we brought in some weirdo. And yeah. uh, he's going to help us fix this. And we're going to let him speak in front of giant audiences. And we're going to have him wear a mask. Now, I thought, especially watching with the trailer and hearing the rules in the book, where one of the rules in the book is you write someone's name down, but you have to picture that person's face. And so you have to know their full right. name. And you have to know their full name. So that, you know, if you put a name down, the wrong person with the same name doesn't get killed. Actually, that I was in the anime. That wasn't even in the movie. I'm like, oh, that makes more sense now, that rule where that's why you have to picture the face because people have the same names. However, it was never explained like that he knew about the book and that's why he was wearing the mask. Well, so we could never they get pictured. They introduced this cool yeah. thing. So I was like, oh, he must know. Right. So he's, he, you know, there's a, there's a, a Death Note you know, Wikipedia page. Wikipedia page, <laughs> or there's a death note, you like know, crime, notes. crime note, crime department. Right. Or we've been tracking Ryuk for years or right, something right. like yeah. that. Or, or the book, we've heard legends of the book. We know it's real and, and we why, know you have it. That's why he was in Japan because he knows the sacred story of the book. Right. Because uh, William Defoe, you know, who, again, we like the fact that he played, the, the, how he played the death god. He plays a great bad guy. He plays yeah. a great creepy bad guy. Mm-hmm. His voice fits this, the, the, the physicality of this spike-faced sure. weirdo. Yes. So when he's like, I don't, the book is his oldest time, or whatever mm-hmm. he said, I was like, oh, great. So then I was like, oh, L, you know, I thought we were going to get into some sort of like Highlander centuries-long battle for this thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. 
Mm-mm. No, it just eats candy and sits weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we find out from, yeah, like you said, it's from weird, some weird Sherlock Holmes orphanage where they're, well, what happened to all the other master detectives yeah, you can't that throw in that this out orphanage? There. And also, too, the, the, they're like, oh, this orphanage, you can't find it. It's, you know, I have to walk through the woods of New York. I think it's apparently it's like an upstate New York. Sure. And they're walking around and he finds this random orphanage, right. which, you know, somehow he... Uh, and it found Miss Peregrine's home for peculiar children. Yeah, right. And you know, and then the, and then and you, the cider house rules, right? All together, but there's still files in cabinets in an old dusty right. basement. Well, clearly, and they won't be hard to find or go through. We don't want anyone to find this place, but let's just leave. We don't burn the file. Like, who the fuck's running this goddamn detective work? Yeah. And what happened? What? Anyway, where, where Sean, the, why did Why did it close? What happened? Yeah, Sean, you were saying though. About, oh, so what's the ending? Well, yeah, just about the you were talking about the orphanage in the woods. And- well, there's this random orphanage in the woods, and you know, I kind of was like, why can't you talk about this more? Because this this is the movie I want to follow, right? About these the, these secret orphanage. Uh, uh, mystery solving kids that you guys are creating and maybe they were made specifically to try to find the book wouldn't that be cool yeah that, would, <laughs> yeah that would be neat i'd watch that and that's cool to follow the book through their eyes instead of having some wiener kid playing god you know yeah that you know just wants to kill the bully this one's a, and then i mean i was sort of like the girlfriend gets power hungry yeah all right, at first it's like, I love you, we're this couple fighting bad guys, and that's what's so great, and then she gets power hungry and, and, and goes- But then uses the book on her own. Like, you know, that How was- did they, they, That was bullshit. They right. Said- right. You know, it would have been a more emotional drama, too, to see her almost like a Lady Macbeth. Right. Where, you know, I'm going to control my husband to commit these murders. Like that I, kind of thing. Because if I could write in the book, I would, but I right, can't. Right, right, I can't. So that would have been far more interesting. It was like, you know, she makes all these arguments and actually convinces him to do the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah. And well, then, but they never explain how she's able to write in the book. Well, even at the end, where Elle... Or one of those... Uh, uh, sorry, Sean, but I, this, this goes to that point. It wasn't just her writing in the book. She actually made... Um, the FBI team that was following them write in the book and picture all the other FBI agents so they would all kill each other. And they're together. not the keepers of the book. They're not so the keepers the of the book. So, so yeah. So it was so weird. And then like even at the end where L had just has a single page and he's like, I'm going to write somebody's name on this, you know? And right. Like, well, why should that fucking matter? Right, exactly. It's just, it's just a dumb... It's not in the book. I mean, you can't just write something out of shoot it loose leaf and expect it to happen. Right. How does the... And then that's supposed to be this big like, oh, ending. Like... But you've told where if you're gonna there's no you need I need another rule that says if the if the man fighting the keeper has a single page and he eats candy then he can write yeah. some, give me something <laughs> don't just establish these rules and then fucking bail on him right yeah no and there's just a I mean there's also a lot of the moral uh, quandaries that gets brought up with this and I mean I. I was thinking about this because I was thinking about like, well, what if that book came to me and I would, I don't know, I I, I would be bored with even, I don't even know if I would want to write in it because it's just it's uncomfortable, you know. If anything, I would want it to be like an inconvenience book, you know, like if somebody has to write in it and you'd be like, they have to move their shit all the time, you know, to different apartments. You know? <laughs> I would, would just be annoying, yeah, like, yeah an annoying yeah. book. I would say that would that would make me annoying note. Yeah, annoying note or Always something. Always having to give a half full big gulp. Yes. Yeah, just, you know, just, you know, something like that. But I mean, it's just... Always has a flat tire. But these guys are out here... <laughs> yeah. You just, you know, or like, you know, you have to, um, you know, you have to, uh, I don't know, just... 
just random stuff that would annoy people. It was one of those things that just raised all these great questions and then just never explored them properly yeah. and never like like it, you don't even have to answer them that's part of the uh excitement and interesting uh aspects of this where you're just raising these moral questions and dilemmas like you don't have to even wrap them up in a neat bow but you do have to explore them and that's what never really happened Well, that's the thing it's such a great point because they bring up a cool thing so the kid's dad who plays the cop right um and all these cops are actually like, man, we love Kira. We yeah, love that yeah, Kira's doing, like, his, doing, doing our job. Doing our job for him. Yeah. So they're mad at him. And like, well, that's an interesting, I mean, this has been explored a lot, but but what a cool concept to instill into this premise of the cops, like, it's still something's wrong. I got to investigate this. All the whole right. department. So what do they do? They vandalize his office. Like even the execution right? of yeah. it is like stupid. Well, even they mentioned here about uh, about the underground programs with the government, like the government connection. You know, there are like, I'm surprised that it, right off the bat, it's not just like, you know, it's not a huge government issue. Like right. we don't get to see the scope of that. You know, which I know it's, you know, they have to kind of shrink it down for a movie. It's but. good to see also the cops have so much time to vandalize an office. They're not that busy. <laughs> no, Maybe somebody gonna... wrote it in the book and said yeah. vandalize his office. <laughs> which that's, that's a bullshit part that you can influence somebody for 48 hours. I mean. Right. Then it was like, oh, another random rule. You can influence them for 48 hours. But then they also, they still have to die unless you burn the page. Again, I like, think, it's, and also, I think, I and think. also, Rio can, can pick what he wants. If you just say, you know, Joker's wild, you know, go ahead and do it. He'll do it. Yeah, right. You pick yeah, dealer's own. choice. Dealer's, I'm mm-hmm. like, ha, 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 dealer's choice, and it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna throw an apple at him. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's so many things too. Like again, the moral quandaries that so so when Kira is is killing all of these demons, and then so these people. Kira is the kid's code name. Right, is the kid's yeah. code name right mm-hmm. for? And he picked it. He goes. He picked. It's a Japanese character's name. Yeah. So so, so they'll be I, looking I in Japan for me. Right. Got <laughs> from this magna called Death Note. Yeah. Magna called Death Note. <laughs> and then, but then, so the, what would the global reaction be, especially in this era of you know social media? Well, that was a kind of cool thing. Like people love him. They care of saves. He's making the, the planet better. We love him. And a, and of course. Conspiracy theories would run wild on the internet, right? Exactly, and and, and you hear here some is guy, a here is a group of a thousand people or something. Well, you, you know, saw who that knows? one guy who whatever had like a YouTube channel being like, you know, it's the global deep state. You know, the corporates are doing, and it's like, well, of course you would think that, right? And then the government agency thing that would be interesting of like the government agency going, we need this book because we want to use it for like. We just want to kill this sheik that won't let us right. get a pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll, we need to destabilize this region would, of yeah. the Middle East. <laughs> and of course, what's bullshit about that is if, say, if that's the that's the, the line, because the rule rules are so vague, the government could be like, you know, some that some senator can get it and just be like, all right, I'm start writing names in here, right? And it, it doesn't matter because whoever, even though it belongs to this one kid, he could just have it, and anybody can have it and write their names. Like, hey, kid, can I borrow your book for a minute? Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, you got a sheet of loose leaf I can borrow? You know, okay, I'll write. But it I'm up. the keeper. Apparently, that doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. What mm-hmm. happens? It actually it would be great. What if the book gets full? I would like to have seen that. Like, well, that, that would be interesting too. One page left, and he's got like half a, or half a page left. Yeah. And he's like, I got to fit all this in. You yeah, know? does it reset? Like again, these are all interesting things that would be interesting to see. And in a why film. didn't it, you brought this up in the regular episode, Chris? When when he goes, when Kira or the kid says to to Ryuk, he goes, maybe I'll put your name in the book. He goes, that's been tried. I've only gotten two letters. I'm like, yeah. oh. 
What a cool thing to introduce. Maybe he's going to finally figure out how to kill the death God and right. he'll have the book for good or get rid of it. So there's no more. No, we just no. Uh, I don't know. Fucking was, hell can it, write on a loose You think that would have been the two, last thing? It was thing. two lines of dialogue and that was it. Yeah. Never got explored. That would have been, you think that would have been like the last thing he would have did? Or he's like just about to fall out of that Ferris wheel and he's like, book, name, you know, or he has some sort of you know, convoluted thing where he, whoever, somebody writes that guy's name in his book and then the death god dies and that's the end of the book instead of, you know, because obviously, you know, he had to keep this whole, you know, uh, Light had to keep this whole now, thing the, going on. Can, instead the of just, de- can the death god burn pages? Because is that, uh, yeah, like, is this? <laughs> uh, and then I think there was also a rule where each keeper can only burn one page. So there was also, there was like a limit. But what if you're not the keeper and you're writing it anyway? How many pages could you burn? <laughs> so it, it just, it, it made less and less sense as it went on. I, I mean, all right, let's all go through at least a couple of scenes or or whatever that you actually liked. Right. Uh, one of the things that I liked about the film, for sure, was the setup and premise. And I thought it really just, there was a lot of things to explore that never just got there. But I thought Willem Dafoe was really well cast. I thought his voice was great. Now, I'm not sure, like, what the effects were like was he just voice or was he like, was voice they... but they also had an actor playing in that thing but then there were do scenes where he was mo-capped like you know Andy Circus right that's what I was curious yeah. of they had to because if, if you watch the end did you if you watch the after the movie they have a little they have a little uh, quick little gag reel did you see that no yeah there's a little stick around for that which little... ruins the film yeah that was I was like mm. yeah why is there a gag reel I don't want you have a gag mm-hmm. reel on Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have a gag reel on a on a horror thriller because it then takes the power out of it. You see these actors do from these intense scenes, and now you see them like ah, ha, 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 I flubbed a line. You're like, oh, so the whole thing was dumb anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but write your names in here. Yeah, wasn't taking it that seriously. Yeah. Um. So I I felt like uh, Willem Dafoe really really um brought the the Death God to life. Ryuk Ryuk is it? Ryuk so, Ryuk. Yeah, and. Uh, um, I thought that was really good casting. The casting on the rest was just like decent. Like no, I didn't feel like anyone ever really stood out. Like like especially the main kid. Like See, I thought he was okay. Nat, so Nat Wolf's okay. He was in Paper Towns. He was in The Fault yeah. in Our Stars. But he was sort of the Paper Towns sort of missed the boat. Fault in Our Stars was great, but he didn't have a huge. He was like a sidekick role or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was okay. He played the you know the the teenage kid. All right. You know, like believable teenage kid, right? Who's trying to do the right thing with the right. book? That was okay. The girlfriend was sort of standard high school girlfriend, right? Actually, I kind of liked her. I like her presence. That's a Andy McDowell's kid, by the way. Oh, okay. oh, really? And uh, yeah, she she kind of had this like. Now I thought that was interesting the way she was really starting to turn. Like, yeah, she got to corrupted, kind of yeah. like uh, you know. But I I thought she kind of you know she has a cool kind of like goth bitchy kind of. Kristen Stewart meets uh, Kat Dennings kind of thing going on. Right. Oh, and I also liked all the 80s music at the prom. Yeah. Well, actually, the sound, <laughs> let me say this. The soundtrack was awesome. Yeah. There's some real, like, I, I think, like, like John Carpenter kind of vibes in it, mm-hmm. especially towards the end. There, I was mm-hmm. really kind of digging on the soundtrack, on the score specifically. It really felt specifically like in, like a... Uh, like an 80s score. Yeah, It really totally. did. And and that was deliberate for Madame Wingard, for sure. Yeah, I, I, th- I, I think she was... 
you know, she's in a couple of, she's on that Leftovers TV show. Uh, she was, had a small part in the nice guys and she was in Palo Alto. I think she's a decent actress, but I, and I, I kind of liked seeing her get corrupted by the power of the book. Yeah. But I still feel like from a script standpoint, she was, wasn't given enough. Like this is the standard sort of little two dimensional for me. Like no one was written like, Oh Wow. No one had none of their writing or their their character development or arc was like so amazing. They, Other than Willem Dafoe, right? I right. Mean, <laughs> well, they didn't get quite get there with the development for these characters. They kind right. of get took right. you took you to like a certain point and then just kind of left you there. Like especially with like L and like his backstory and, you, and they're in, they introduced that stuff like so so kind of late in the game, right? It and you're like, like oh, wait, where's this person coming from? What's what's the point of this? It like how does this? It's also too. You know, how does the, you get the question, how does this fit into the universe? Like, you have basically a death god and a book. So now you're going to introduce, after that, some weird, you know, orphan, you know, detective school. Yeah. Like that, but he's also, but also that has, that's literally, no, li- literally nothing to do with the book. Like, he's just, tra- he's just solving crimes and, you know, and they intersect, but they intersect in such an awkward way that, you know, he doesn't really learn about the book until what? The last couple, you know, minutes of the film yeah. when he has a page. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like he's Stanfield, he's been in some, like, you know, he was, he's in war machine. He play he has a good character in war machine that, that plays. And he makes, brings up some great points in war machine as we, if we, if you listen to the spoiler up with the, that we did with Jimmy Dore mm-hmm. about, so there was good writing for his character in war machine and he was very believable as this Marine that's like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, just, yeah. I'm a Marine. I'm here to fucking blow shit up. And you're telling me I have these bullshit rules. of Like, he helped articulate uh, from just one Marine's point of view the ridiculousness of Afghanistan. So I think he did a good job with that. He he's was, also, he's I, also in Get Out. I like him in Get Out. Was he the- he's in Crown Heights. Was he the guy, I'm trying to think, he was the guy that they took a picture of and he freaks out. Is, he, is that him? In War Machine? No, no, in uh, Get Out. Get Out. In Get Out, yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. He's the one that actually says Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He has a titular line. (laughs) And so I think in this film, and again, I haven't seen Crown Heights, but what Kevin Avery said, it was a really solid film, and Crown Heights is based on a true story. So he's he's on that show, Atlanta. Um, He's really good. I thought he was really good. I thought his, especially considering that a lot of his scenes had him wearing that mask, and he had a get across his you know his scenes with his eyes and you know just the expression i thought he you know he did that i was wearing a ninja mask yeah wearing a ninja mask but he's doing i thought he did quite well and i you know you know being all quirky and stuff like that and sitting on things or not sitting on things mm-hmm. uh, yeah i like that and too like again i think he he did the best he could with what was given him yeah because when Watari goes missing you see the real pain in his mm-hmm. eyes because Watari raised him because he was right. raised in so again, it's an actor like trying to do the best of like he freaks out, and it's yeah. like it's a genuine freak out because you're like, okay, this was the guy that was keeping me together as the glue because he's my my you know he raised me and he I, I've only known him and now all of a sudden you know this stupid book and this kid's got one up on me and I, you know and it's just there's a lot of emotions going through him and you can see that and I thought he did he was probably my favorite actor in the entire movie yeah I mean I mean I, 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 I will. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, I mean, the the sitting on I, I felt like the sitting on the chairs and the and the sort of uh, you know 
OCD of the candy. I was okay with that. It felt like it got to be too much. Like it was like too much of an actor, like trying to show I'm, I'm a quirky, right. unique guy. Yes. And maybe that was a directorial problem. Could be. Or maybe, I mean, it might've been a combination of, of script, director, and then an actor not having much. So they're like, oh, I got to press. Right. What if they found out his name and then they wrote in a death note, L dies from diabetes from all the candy. <laughs> that would have been appropriate. In 20 years. In 20 years. <laughs> but, the long game. But I'll, I'll, I'll give this credit to, to Lakeith Stanfield. So even with those sort of like almost overacting the quirkiness of the L character, I still liked like the scene where he comes to the dinner table. He just comes into the house and says, I got you. I know you're kidding. Yeah, right. And then here's the search warrant. I was like, well, that's cool because we've seen those scenes done a million times, right? right? The cop, the detective knows he's got the guy, just needs more evidence. The way he executed that as this, you know, raised in a detective orphanage guy, <laughs> I was like, well, that was interesting. And and I think these actors were doing the best they could with the yeah. script that just was, was, there's too many problems with it. Can right. I also point out real quick, like the stuff, the st- a lot of stuff going on with these, so the light and... Mia, they're doing all this writing in the death book, death note, and they're killing this guy, that guy, everything. And but they're still maintaining like regular school schedules. And they're going to dances and right. they're sitting on Ferris wheels and shit. They and I'm have, like, they have great time management skills and great and gra- great ways to keep it together. Because Jesus, come on, you know, you're mur- murdering people from afar by writing in a stupid book, and you and you and, and one of you guys can see a spiny Groot. All the time. Yes. How is it that you're just, but you, but you're just like, oh, I'll go to class still. You know. Yeah, you just yeah. start psychologically <laughs> fucking losing your shit. Right. It's just, it's just something right. about that. No, that, I have math. I have a math quiz. Yeah. <laughs> I have calculus. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it's like why, why, where's the wear and tear on that mm-hmm. stuff? Because I mean, I, it should be more evident. You know, there I should be some guilt in taking lives that way. There should be some like remorse or some. I mean, it's almost like she's a little more believable in terms of just the character arc of getting bloodthirsty because that is a psychological thing that could happen. You, sure. know, you start killing people and you think, yeah, I got to kill more. And th- that's a little more believable than him. Just you know, like, you I explore, gotta kill. well, it gets easier every time you do it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, yeah, if you've ever watched, you know, serial killer profile shows or whatever, right. you know, <laughs> the first one is messy and then they start, yeah, they, they dexter it. They yeah. Get their, they get their groove. <laughs> yeah. They get their dexter groove. So, yeah, that wasn't, and they could have done more stuff within terms of like, you know, um, what he could have done with the book. And I understand, I'm sure the 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 justification is, well, they're teenage kids, so there's just still not thinking that right. In uh, that you know, well, I I'll tell you in depth I, or whatever. I, I I think so too, and I I will say this: it's made me seek out the anime. Like yeah, I, I really I, like I started, to I started watching and watching the anime, and I'm um. It's on Netflix too. You could watch oh, it really? there as well. So is it subtitled Japanese? It's, it's, subtitle? it's subtitled. Yeah. yeah. So I, I started watching that because it definitely the the world um, caught my interest. Like that, there's just kind of how it's all kind of put together. So yeah. I'm going to check it out. I haven't read the manga. I don't know how many books there are, but um, just the the premise is still interesting to me. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna check out uh, Death Note in other forms. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just bring up one scene real quick? The uh, the chase scene at the end when they're running through Seattle? 
question mark <laughs> and they're and it's like a like a monty python sketch like there's a you know pe- they're running into people in a restaurant and they're you know in diners and they're running through apartments i almost expected some guy be like try to lift up like a like a like a, a piano or something like oh no I dropped it. like just it's this weird comedy of errors and then and then he gets to the end and he's about to shoot uh l's about to shoot light and he gets and then some dude comes out and the, and he's like uh you know, in the kid in lights, like I'm Ryu, I'm Ryuk, or I'm, uh, I'm Kira. I'm Kira, and he's like, oh, okay, hit, and then and it just this guy who's just like, oh, I guess I I, I believe you, and I stopped you from being murdered. It's yeah. a random dude. Uh, come on, yeah, a couple another random event in a fairly random movie. Yeah, but uh, any uh, closing thoughts, gentlemen? I I wish this would have been executed better because the, there's so many cool aspects. Right, I that agree. were introduced or could have been introduced, mm-hmm. and the ones that were introduced, if they were executed correctly, this right. could have been a really interesting thing where we could have looked at it like Get Out, yes, mm-hmm. uh, and and or 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 The Gift mm-hmm. or whatever, and been like, oh man. So I think uh, you know the the recommendation is go back to the source material first, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I, I think, think is you, what I I'm going to do. I think Adam Wingard, the mistake that he might've made is in those quotes that you read about him trying to ad- adapt it to the American audience and culture. I think that took it too far off track is my yeah, guess. It feels that way. And introducing mm-hmm. some of these like cooler, more interesting plot points towards the end and doing stuff that, you know, like with like with stuff with L and then just like, there's too many pieces shoved into a, yeah. a, a small puzzle. <laughs> I would have liked to have actually seen, I don't know, maybe, maybe, I don't know if this is like a thing in the source material where they don't address the rules, but I almost would have liked to seen, you know, Light actually reading through the rules and trying to make, you know, maybe just a few scenes of that, trying to make sense of that and maybe finding, you know, so we actually knew what he was referencing towards the end instead of just like, you know, I mean, I, I guess they sort of do that with the one page being torn out. But like I mean, especially with everybody writing in the book and taking advantage of it, that's you know that's just sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, I know some of you just like re- watching the spoiler up. It's interesting, I guess. It's on Netflix, so it's an easy watch. It's just yep. like I mean, you can just sort of watch it whenever. I would be curious to see. I really would like to hear from people that are fans of the anime in the right. And what do you, what did you think of the adaptation? Think? And what was missing? Yeah, and what would, yeah, what would you have liked to have seen done differently right. or whatever? So mm-hmm. put those comments on the on the Facebook page uh, or somewhere else so we can read them. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if our message boards are still working. We've been having Brian work on them for like months. I think they're mm-hmm. still broken. We're uh, mm-hmm. we're, uh, we're we're looking at a solution for the message boards right now for uh, for the Comedy Film Nerds website. So as of now. Um, if you have comments, yeah, put them on the Facebook page. Speaking of spoiler ups, guys, we'd love to go to uh, Australia in December. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone wants to underwrite that, it's we're, up to you guys. We're all for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's our show. Sean Merrick, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at uh, Angry Hero Sean. That's S H A W N, is how you spell Sean. You can find me there on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find my two shows on the uh, interwebs, uh, Worst Collection Ever, and I Could Talk Hey Fave. Just type those into Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and uh, check them out. That's our show, guys. Go to LA Podfest. It's less than a month away. Get uh, p- tickets. We're doing day passes now. And When do they go and sell the day passes? I believe there are up if they're not. There will be soon. Oh, fantastic. So LAPodfest.com, oh, October the- 6th, 7th, and 8th with the preview night, October 5th. Mm-hmm. 
um, and uh, at the Hollywood Improv. At the Hollywood Improv. So yep. your weekend pass gets you into the preview night. So you get an extra night of shows. Yeah, and uh, Hollywood.improv.com is where you get tickets for the preview night. There you go. So um, oh, and also um, you can buy your LA Podfest badge at the preview night. Too. Yes. Yeah, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll do yeah. that again this year. We'll do mm-hmm. that again this year. Um, it's going to be fantastic. We did the walkthrough at the Biltmore last week. Uh, we're it's got a good vibe. It's a, good, I love good, that good, good vibe. It's yeah. a really cool step up. And we're really expanding the panel and workshop uh, programs. For We're calling it Podcast Pros, and it's got a lot of great programs on it. We've got like... Um, dual tracks of programs saturday and sunday and we've got live podcasts all sorts of really cool stuff we've got denson um chris denson's doing his podcast live tom Merritt's doing daily tech news show it's going to be really cool uh so we're expanding that portion of the festival as well yeah guys and if you don't want this to be the last year of the festival come out and support it <laughs> yes yeah we, we really need the support we're on a we're on a tipping point and it could tip either way it could tip either way we're hoping it tips to keep doing it because uh you know we love doing it but we can't do it if it's if it's not if profitable it, right um so uh or at least breaks even <laughs> yeah um so Thank you to Sean Merrick. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you to all of you guys that listen to the show. Uh, thank you to FrightfullyUninformed.com for supporting us and all the Patreon backers. Yeah, don't forget, please uh, be a patron. You, uh, we could do it for as small as a dollar. Everything helps. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? There's one thing I wanted to mention, Graham, that uh, somebody had uh, emailed and said that you had mentioned on a previous episode that, hey, I've got, you know, if you've got a little extra money on your gift card, like, why not give it to Comedy Film Nerd? So somebody emailed and said, I want to do that. How do I do it? Here's how you do it. We have a custom donation page on the website, and you could throw on any uh, spare <laughs> spare money you spare have change. on a uh, on your uh, gift card. So somebody did it. So awesome. it's like, uh, that's another way to do it. It's a lot of you... Um, you know, email, hey, how's different ways I can help the show? That's Patreon's great. one of them. One of them is if you just want to do a one-time donation, you could use the cart and put a custom donation in. Um, good reviews, any of those things, all of those things help. There's many things you can do. Buy earbuds, everything. Which is available September 12th on all digital platforms. Thank you so much for listening to the show and supporting us. We very much appreciate it. Thank you, Sean Merrick. My name? Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini, and as always, remember, Han shot shot first. first.